0: First of all, welcome to We Are Not Wizards I am very, very excited, more than normal um, Just because I have someone I've been wanting to get on the show for some time um, And it's a gentleman by the name of Nick Jones So he has been um, following the show for some time And I'm breaking format because I usually have it very kind of Know exactly what I'm going to be doing and say Hello, welcome to We Are Not Wizards My name's Richard, I'll be the host This evening, but to be honest, um, me and Nick are just going to sit and have a chat. So I'm going to say hello, Nick. How are you?
1: Hello, Richard. I'm
0: swell. I'm so glad you are here this evening because this has been something we have been talking about for far too long. Now, something you've le-
1: been talking about for far too long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have been I've been asking you to come on the show for a little while and I think that um it's almost been like a kind of a um building up the kind of the build, the board game geek inside you Correct. to unleash it on the world and you have um you've kind of uh, grown in kinda <laughs> you're playing, haven't you? Um for no, for people that don't know, um, Nick is Nick is the guy who says, ask the question, yes. That's right. <laughs> it's a question. If you are. Go and say it. Go and say it just now, as if you were asking the question. I have a yes. question here from Nick. Yes. <laughs> it's all in the inflection. It's all in the inflection. And it's every single time we have done a show and we've asked for questions, then Nick... Nick is the lane at 360 that we have constant questions coming. He is a big supporter of the show. He's constantly always talking about us and bigging us up and retweeting us, and we like him very much, so that is why we have him on the show tonight. So um, I think we'll just follow the normal format. Is that sounds okay with you? Sounds good to me. Yep. That sounds good to me as well. So um, the, re- <laughs> the reason, and I've completely... Forgotten my script. No, not Have I got you script. starstruck, Richard? I know a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> because you were on. Um, I, I think you were on um, Lapse Gamer Radio recently, Correct. doing a special on Silent Hill, which was thoroughly enjoyable. So if anybody has any interest in Silent Hill and the adaptions with the movies, then it's worthwhile. Don't watch of the a second listen. one. Don't watch the second one. Because the second one is apparently garbage. Oh, it's um,
1: a big pile of garbage.
0: <laughs> now, the reason that we do this is because there are not enough podcasts out there about board games. And the second reason that we do this is because there are simply not enough podcasts where Nick Jones is on them. So, that's well, why. that's right. We just have to have my bring... American
1: point of view come in and tell you how everything is, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and we respect that, and everybody <laughs> everybody should be taking notes on what That's Nick's right. saying. We don't even have a title, but we can come up with one. We oh, can I'll kind sure of float we'll them about during the episode. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. So what we normally have is we normally have a quick intro um, on kind of how you got into the hobby yourself. Now, for you... Um, Am I right in saying it's relatively quite quite recent that you've got into board gaming?
1: More or less. Um I've been going to PAX East for the past couple of years and mm-hmm. we we've the last two years at least we've spent way more time in the tabletop area. Right. Um but I mean it started with, you know, Cards Against Humanity and Munchkin and now we've mm-hmm. kinda we bought the descent and we've played like the first chapter like three years ago and don't remember where we are, so obviously we're just going to start that over. But we want to mm-hmm. get more into playing the more "quote unquote" serious games. Um, All right. So okay. we've played Dead of Winter twice so far. All right. Um, we completed the objective both times in the games, and the last game, the first game, I think only one person actually won. In the last <laughs> game, we played with five people. Four out of the five won. The only person that didn't win was the one with the um, that was the betrayer or whatever. He didn't win because yeah. he wasn't very good at it. <laughs> so um,
0: with um, see now that you started off in like Cards Against Humanity and you started off with the Munchkin, has mm-hmm. your view of them as games kind of changed? Do you still enjoy kind of Munchkin? Do you still,
1: I still enjoy Munchkin. Um, Cards Against Humanity we've kind of. Like we still get the the expansions and everything, but mm-hmm. it's more. I don't know. It's it's cars against humanity, so I mean everybody knows what it is, yeah. And we yeah. still have fun with it. We'll play like with newer people. We we'll, we might play something like that as opposed to something a little more in depth. I mean the one we've played a lot lately is Code Names, which has been a lot of fun.
0: Code Names is really really good. We had a had a chat about uh, Code Names a long time ago with. Um, mm-hmm gary butterfield which was and it's still a fantastic game and it's still a game that i you know is a regular on the on the shelf have you i mean do you you play code names quite regularly then is it kind Um, of like a go-to game
1: it's sort of a go-to game we're still um because we got it in what uh, february i think is when i got it Mm -hmm. um and then we played it at pax and that's what we played the most there and then that's also where they released the Marvel Munchkin. So we played that. But Codenames has been a lot of fun. We I got the um there's a quote unquote adult version of it, which is of course just, you know, dirty words and whatnot. Which yeah, surprisingly me. Yeah. Makes it way harder than just the regular game. Because if you have a if you have a dirty mind or whatever, you can you can link things in a in a <laughs> off but when <laughs> the words are right it anyway. there, it's like how am I gonna connect these words when they're already on the board, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I suppose you I mean,
0: can we... use, you can use slang terms and stuff like that, but
1: yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a lot more fun. I think just the clean version, making it, you know, giving it that twist of your own as opposed to just playing it outright with like just all the raunchiness on the board.
0: Yeah. Did you, which ones do you prefer? I take it. you prefer the kind of the normal vanilla yep. code names then?
1: Yep. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, that's more, it, like I said, it's, more fun just because then you can be like all right let's see if they can get where my twist is going with this one as opposed yeah. to just having oh look at a bunch of dirty words on the board but don't get me wrong it's still <laughs> fun but with the is the is imagination it a late, is it it
0: a late night a few is it a late night a few drinks kind of game that is that what yeah i would playing. think
1: so yeah i think it's more that whereas the regular code names you can play it whenever wherever
0: yeah i mean i've been i've been tempted just to take it along somewhere just to see, you know, who would, who would kind of join in and play because it's certainly, like, one of the most kind of accessible games that are out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, Dead of Winter, though, I'm interested <laughs> to talk about... Um, because, quite quite simply, Dead of Winter is, is a big favourite of mine. Now, I know that we talk about it or we have talked about it an awful lot on the podcast, but I don't know how much... We've ever actually gone into the proper, the proper kind of, um, I guess the mechanics of it. So, and if it ha if we have, it's been a while that we spoke about it anyway. But for anyone who maybe hasn't, you know, hasn't even looked at, um, Dead of Winter before, how would you go about explaining it? I mean, you're kind of i would say you're kind of really really getting into your stride with a hobby so if if you were i mean you've got your copy so if you were in if you were say um encouraging somebody at the work to come on round to the house and and play dead of winter how would you what would you say to them what would you say the game's about
1: well it's kind of a it's a survival game with zombies but the zombies aren't really the huge problem because you know obviously you can just you quote-unquote kill them very easily with the exposure role it's a little bit different but it's more of the surviving of the elements and the trying to, you know, do everything else, so it's a survival game but Mm. it's, again, zombies, a lot of people are zombied out because they're everywhere yes, but it's not, they're just kind of a part of the environment that's already trying to get you, not so much that, oh look a zombie has appeared, it's oh, okay, I have to find all this food or we're gonna lose morale and then we lose too much morale and hey look, game over we yeah, can just kill the yeah. zombie, it's not a problem. Or we can just leave them there, because they don't do anything until you get overrun or whatever, but... Yeah. Yeah, I just... That, that's just... Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, this interesting thing about them, and normally the zombies are actually active protagonists in games like this, where mm-hmm. if you don't do something to the zombies... And I suppose in Dead of Winter, what you have is you've got the... You just, at the end of the round, you kind of get more, more and more zombies. Yep. But... The zombies themselves don't do anything until you kind of over maximise the zombies, then they'll break into like a you have a safe you have a safe place which is basically kinda like home base. And then the way the board works is that you have kind of different areas that people visit. Um so there's like a police station, correct me if I'm wrong, there's like a police station, there's Mm -hmm. like a supermarket, there's a a doctor surgery or a hospital and there's you know there's various places you can do and you're given like um you're given like a task at the beginning of the round so it's kind of like well this time and they give you um the the yeah what did you think of the kind of the story side of things because generally you just don't get a quest saying get 10 food they usually have a nice kind of kind of story behind
1: it we played the first the first one. I recommend is do we need more samples? Which I think is you need to kill three zombies for every player that's in the game, mm-hmm. and um, actually get a sample. So you have to roll a die, and I think if it was like a three or higher, you get the sample. And if you don't, you, if you roll less than that, you don't. The one we played the other mm-hmm. day was the um, find a cure, which is to um, let's see where is it have to have three medicine cards under the objective for each player that started the game, and starter medicine doesn't count. So right, okay, which was, uh, kind of you. You'd think it might be easy, but then every time we had a crisis, it was always medicine. It's like, oh, come on, we need the medicine for the other thing. That <laughs> oh, <it> wasn't fair <sighs> at all.
0: Because what you'll have is you'll have um, the way it works is you have like an overall objective, which is what you say, which is the medicine, and then you'll play your rounds, and as you play every round, you'll get like an additional kind of miniature kind of task that you have to complete. Um, because 'cause it's been a while since I've actually played it. But so that can, as you say, you could have an overall task that says, right, okay, everybody needs to be, you know, there's a virus going through the the kind of the, the camp. So you need to cure this by getting kind of ten medicine by the end of the by the end mm-hmm. of the entire game. Um but then you'll pick a you'll pick a round and it'll say, okay, here's a here's something you have to do, you have to go away, you have to sort out, you know, somebody's got a cold, or somebody's fallen and broken their leg, and they've ended up poisoned leg, and they could end up dying of infection, so you have to go ahead and get kind of medicine from there. Um, Am I right, or am I just talking absolute nonsense? (laughs)
1: No, that's, I mean, obviously it depends on which thing you're doing, but yeah, I mean, Mm. any, we had the, you know, okay, you have to have so much food, or You have to Mm. discard so much junk and whatnot. So I mean, that's the um, the crisis cards. That's what those ones are. Crisis cards. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so you you have a a crisis per round, but each game, like this game was, what is it, six rounds? Yeah. Round started at six. So you have, you know, the overall one you had to get fifteen medicine, but then the first crisis card is up. You need to get one medicine or two medicine for every player in the game. So yeah, we had we. i've played it twice and both times i had five people so we had everything had to be maxed out
0: that's pretty cool it's good to get when you get quite a large group because it Mm -hmm. ends up um how involved did you get in the characters because i think one of the things that we um well we haven't said is that um you get like a character card it gives you a bit of a backstory um (laughs) a little bit of a backstory it tells you kind of people's skills and stuff like that as well because people have the um they're like strong willed so they'll have the initiative or Mm -hmm. they'll be really good at finding stuff or they'll be really good at fighting zombies if they kind of come along um so so it's possible to get involved in the characters
1: yeah we um in the first game so there's the student that he can match anybody's um what's it called their skill yeah, and then there's the sad Santa that if he commits suicide and you're removed from the game, <laughs> morale will go up one. We were He's low on morale. He's the guy that looks
0: like he looks like Bill Murray or something like that. Doesn't yeah, he?
1: we we were low on morale, so we had the student go to the area, so we had the same same ability kill himself. Yeah, morale went up one, and then the next round, the sad Santa killed himself, and our morale went up another one. You did. It that. was interesting. <laughs> that's
0: just ruthless i wouldn't even yeah we're, thought we're pretty of, terrible we? that's <laughs> quite that is terrible people who who came up with that idea it wasn't you um kind of, no because i didn't you?
1: have i didn't have the um i didn't have either character but we i mean <laughs> we definitely play like way more as a co-op than as like each out to get our own thing it's like all right we have to meet the main objective mm. and we've only had the first game we played nobody was the betrayer um, mm-hmm. My my secret objective was like have like two, or I think it was have a gun equipped on all of my survivors, which I didn't have one gun, let alone I think I had four survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second game, my my thing was just just have five I think helpless um, survivors at the uh, sanctuary or whatever it's called colony. Yeah, the word, yeah, like colony. the colony. Yeah, yeah. So like, oh, that one's easy, sweet. But I'm curious to get the, because they have, now they have the expansion, which is what, The Long Night or whatever? Yes. And they're doing, have you heard what the next expansion is? No. They're actually, so The Long Night's a separate, it's a standalone game. You don't actually have to have the regular Dead of Winter game. But it's another colony. And the new expansion, after Uh The Long Night, actually pits the two colonies against each other. I'm not sure how it works or anything, but I think that's really cool.
0: Is that going to be two colonies, kind of? That's going to be Walking Dead, pretty much. That's what it seems, isn't like, it? Yeah. Well, that's a so I easy. think it's
1: like you're going to have your colony. So if you can get a group of ten people to play, you have one group playing one colony, one group playing the other colony, and I guess you're fighting for mutual supplies and whatnot, which seems cool. That could be very, very interesting because one of the, I guess one of the interesting
0: dynamics is that you, in. In certain games, you can decide. Well you can decide yourself if you're going to have somebody that's going to be a betrayer. Now, the betrayer, they have a secret objective, and their idea is that when you go off and say your um your crisis is, you've got to get say like five food. You've got an option if you want to, rather than play food, you can play like rubbish, or you can play medicine, or you can play something, which means that they don't meet the objective, and then you've got your own objective, and you can become kind of become the betrayer. And that's something that um, I guess some people would play with and some people wouldn't bother, because if you are the betrayer, there's a the temptation to be the betrayer. Do you know what I mean? If you get the card, you can say, well, I wanna, I'm definitely going to win, so I'm going to betray people where I can. But I can imagine if you've got two groups facing off against each other, mm-hmm. that's going to be absolutely the coolest.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to how it'll play out. I mean, I've played with a group of two groups of five mm. um, and the f- there's only one person different in the from the first game to the second game so I don't know if we could even get a group of ten but I mean if we mm. can get six you can just do two groups of three and do it that way So yeah I mean I don't, It'll I don't think there'd be I
0: don't think there'd be anything wrong with you managing I mean two players can be, I mean even a two player game can be difficult because you could never really have a betrayer but you could have there's nothing wrong with you kind of controlling three or four different individuals when you're having mm-hmm. your goal so a kind of a two player game while it's difficult it's still something that's that's kind of possible you know um that's the way I would that's the way I would play it no I've still got to pick up the expansion it's just um
1: me as well I'm still waiting for John Gilmore to mail it to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that's what john John said on the um he John did. came up with this revelation that he said that you don't have to, um, you don't have to keep the waifs and strays that you pick up on the way, do you? Mm-hmm. That's what he came out and said. He says, you know, why are you, um, why are you picking up all the abandoned people? They're just items, so you don't have to actually collect them and take them back to the colony. Yeah, we and found that out like the hard
1: way. Yeah, well, you found
0: that out. You you found that. Did you not find that out on the? Um, I think after the show. There was a lot of people that found that out during, because of the the podcast that we did with John Gilmore. Yeah, I mean, we
1: were were playing it and like, people were just picking up people and automatically throwing the card down. Yeah. It's like, oh, I found more survivors. up. So the first game we played, we weren't playing it right anyways. So about Uh halfway through we started playing it correctly. The second game we played way more correctly. Like, Uh I don't think we were rolling for exposure when we were moving between places and dumb things the first game so the second game was way more intense and whatnot but it was good
0: oh you do stuff like that you start rolling for exposure and you realize that the odds of you actually having a win on the game can Mm -hmm. dramatically reduce i mean the number of times that things have been going well and you're just like okay i've got everything I've, i've been lucky and i think what happened is we've had people that have when you're at a when you're at a place, you get the option to search and mm-hmm. you get an option when you're searching to create some more noise and search again, which gives you the option to pick up another card from the deck. Now you can only keep one card um depending on the number of actions that you've got left but you can create you can create it so you get lots and lots and lots more kind of um zombies kicking about, but then when you're moving back and forward, you have to roll exposure. And it's quite brutal if you roll the wrong dice, if you get bitten, then that's it your guy can your guy can die, and depending where he is he can if he gets bitten in the colony, then you're um it can end up spreading around, just killing people left right, and center and we did that and I think I don't think I don't think we've won that many times at all. I think we've come very very close or you've been absolutely and completely wiped out. As you've been going on, so it's not been it's not been fantastic, but um yeah, it's we, traumatic.
1: Luck- <laughs> yeah, we lucked out at some because there are some people that can kill zombies without rolling exposure and they can kill up to two or something like that, so we had people yeah. in the colony already taking out the ones in the colony, and right, the okay. second game there was there's a crossroads card where you find a tunnel that leads between I think the library of the hospital and the colony, and you don't have to roll for exposure to travel between them. So it's like, okay, nobody's at the library, or wherever it Uh was. I think it was the library. might be Whatever. But (laughs) it was like, okay, (laughs) you're gonna travel from wherever you are to that place, and then from there you can travel to the colony on your next turn, because we haven't had anybody travel from a location back to the colony with a bite yet. I'm sure it's coming Um, real soon, but... We haven't had it happen yet. I mean, we've had people get bit, and obviously it's like, okay, well, your person's dead, and there's one other person there. Let's see if they're going to live or die. And then you roll the die, and nothing happens. Like, phew, or, you know, they get bit, and they're dead. but
0: And everybody gets kind of wiped out.
1: Yeah, we haven't had too much happen with the actual colony. The colony has actually always been safe, well, the two games we've played. It's just Mm -hmm. the other stuff going back and forth to the other locations is where Doom takes place.
0: So has that led you, Nick, into doing? Um, you mentioned Descent, going back to Descent. Is this taking you from playing the kind of the le- the more casual stuff, like your Cards Against Humanity and your Munchkin? And obviously, I know you you've played Love Letter. You know you've
1: got Love no, Letter I as well. No, I haven't played Love Letter. I have it. Yeah. I don't understand it. You so I haven't, haven't played, played it. it yet. Nope. <sighs> like I've the read Bat- the directions. I have the Batman Love Letter, and I've read the directions, and other friends read the directions, and we're like, I don't understand this game right now.
0: What so. are the different characters? Because this came up on, who was it? It was I think it was the episode we did with Brian Wade, and we're talking about, um, we're talking about Love Letter. No, mm-hmm. maybe yeah, you're talking about Love or Letter. Or it was Kate, Kate Gray, maybe, and um, Batman version of Love Letter came up because mm-hmm. we asked you the question <laughs> if you knew yeah. what the different characters were. <laughs> I mean, we you have intrigued. the different
1: characters, but you. Um... Like I don't understand how it works, so I can't even explain it. I'm too dumb to figure it out right now. Ah, it's come so on, bad. that's
0: not true at all. But <laughs> Love I mean, it's kind of like it's good fun.
1: Yeah, I figure once we get it played once, where we actually know what's happening, it'll be easy. But I mean, we yeah. have like the other. Um, so like ultimate uh, werewolf, we haven't played it yet, but I have it. Um, the the uh, resistance we've played, but a lot of those like. Sneaky, you're the spy, I'm the spy type of games. Our group yeah. gets a little loud and rambunctious, and we automatically blame two people right out of the gate, whether they're the spy or not. So it always makes it <laughs> tough. So we don't play that one as much anymore. Um, <laughs> Even if
0: they're not there, do you just like, phone them up and say, yeah. Carl? Without a doubt. Yep. I mean, you'll see,
1: like on Facebook, we'll just write it on each other's walls every now and then, call them the spy and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but um, th- I. We all like the group, all a couple of us worked Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. and some others worked on weekends and whatever. But now I think all of us are a Monday through Friday setup, so we'll actually be able to play earlier in the day on the weekend as opposed to me working from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. and then playing and then having to work at 6 a.m. the next day it doesn't really make it very fun for me no. when I have to. Like, we when we played Dead of Winter on a Friday night. I had worked 9 to 5, came home, changed, and went to my friend's house. And then we finished playing and everything around 2.30. It might have been 1.30, quarter or two. And by the time I got home and went to bed, it was about 2.30. My alarm went off at 5.30. So that wasn't fun.
0: <sighs> well, you would have been but. like a, a zombie. Did people have to roll for exposure? Pretty much. just in case you bit them. <laughs> That's like, right. Nick, 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 it's a board game, mate. You don't need to act it out. <laughs> You're going about That's like that. Right. Going, oh, it was bad. It was a
1: bad day. <laughs> but I mean, now it won't be as bad because we can start earlier in the day, and we actually want to get back into descent. Um, hmm. We're looking at other games to, to check out and whatnot. So,
0: I mean, is there? Um, I mean, that leads us now. Obviously, me and Colin and Mister Leo and Stu, we played. A good couple of rounds of Descent And I don't think it fizzled out I think that we were playing it regularly Kind of once Once a week or once a fortnight And I think just other games Kind of came up And it's really Mm -hmm. really good It's quite um, It was getting quite complicated Remembering everything And I think the main thing though was um, We ended up Using little baggies To bag up everything to do with a particular character because you end up collecting, it's like Diablo 3 you end up collecting so much loot and so much stuff that when, you know if you were trying to remember what you would actually had I think we ended up either doing two things we're taking photographs of our character layout so we can (laughs) remember all the stuff and all the things that we've got or we're kind of just bagging up all the cards for the character in a single baggie basically Mm -hmm so we could remember but it was good it was really really good fun um we played dungeons as i say we played dungeon saga quite recently and that was like a lighter version of descent with yep. a relatively quickish kind of setup but um i mean you said you're looking at games so one of the things obviously we talk about um trying to stick to the script here is <laughs> getting them off the shelf i'm sh- trying to get you back them on off track i really appreciate as normal you're as helpful as as always um is get you mentioned in looking at games is there games that you've maybe seen um that you like the look of which you've thought about kind of getting your hands on
1: well i've been tempted with pandemic legacy i haven't played regular pandemic so i'm not really sure how pandemic legacy will work i wouldn't um,
0: bother i wouldn't bother with regular pandemic
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think it's um I think it's kind of had its, it's not like it's had its day, but I think that um, uh, Pandemic, uh, Pandemic, (laughs) Pandemic? It's the simplest game in the world to pronounce, and I can't, I mean, I can understand me not being able to do um, Carcassonne, but Mm -hmm. not being able to pronounce Pandemic is just an absolute new low in terms of my
1: podcasting career. I'm glad I'm here for it
0: well I'm, I'm you know it's the, the you <laughs> know I'm really glad that if I could muck up so phenomenally that you know you'd be you'd be one of the people that I would have on the list to be hopefully sharing the the absolute um travesty that is my ability to pronounce popular games um I think pandemics kind of had its day mm-hmm. I think it's a very very good game for a couple of times, we still have it I mean I've got it in the cupboard but it's a game that once you've played it maybe a couple of times you don't, I'd be interested to see what the um, there's the Cthulhu version so I'd be interested to hear what the Cthulhu version is like Um, and that's going to be obviously the, the the greater gods come down and try and invade the world so I'd be interested to see what that kind of is all about but Everybody that has played Pandemic Legacy, I've not had. I've had a lot of people that have played it, and there's been a lot of people that have been on We Are Not Wizards that have played it, and I've not had a bad report from from anyone at all. So, I think with anything, it's like commitment. And you sound mm-hmm. like you've got a pretty good group. I would check. Yeah. You know what? I check if the guys are down. You know if the if the. If the people are down for playing it, and they're down for playing a long campaign, then I would definitely consider consider getting it. Um,
1: yeah, it's definitely on the list. I'm just... So, there's two different boxes. I think there's a red and a blue box. And mm-hmm. neither me nor my friend Eric can figure out if there's a difference why there's two different packages. I mean, looking at it, everything else is the exact same about it. It's just a different colored box.
0: Um... Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I think it is just a different colour box. I don't think there's any differences at all. Um, That's weird. Yeah, I think it's just maybe a different editions and slightly different... cut. Color- I don't know, maybe they're different flavours, Nick. I have no idea. Maybe no. it's for people that are left-handed and there's a right-handed <laughs> version of the box. Do you know what? Let's actually... I'm not going to find out. We could live Google we like, oh, we could check the internet and find out what they're saying. They
1: have that in Scotland?
0: Don't. You were doing so well. No, we don't, actually. What we See. do is we send out, um, we have Tell a really, really, big library. <laughs> carrier pigeons. We've got
1: letters and bottles.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. We, we chuck them out to the sea.
1: And hope they and come back.
0: Well, you've got what you've got is you've got one side of the people, one side of the island, and what they do is they chuck out bottles with just answers, and then you got <laughs> the other side of the island. They chuck out bottles with questions. There you go. And the way the currents work is the two things work. So people that people that write the an, write the questions, they get the answers, and the people that throw out the answers, they get the questions. It kind of doesn't really work. <laughs> Sounds just about right. Randomness. It's get it kind of works. Right. Okay. Let's find out what. Is the difference between the red and blue? <laughs> this is the thing. See when you type into Google, what is the difference? Yeah, mm-hmm. the first thing that comes know. up is what? What's the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? What? <laughs> what's the dif- What's the difference between a boat and a ship? What's okay, the difference between? The f- what's the difference between a frog and a toad? What's the difference between the sea and the ocean? What's the difference between? let me just see now this is live so this could go completely wrong mm-hmm. blue and red pan this is making excellent podcasting well yeah what is the difference between blue pandemic legacy red and blue so here we go it's kind of like ask wizards ask it's just gonna wizards.
1: say nothing and that's it <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's see okay What is the difference? Here we go. And we're going to... I'm
1: on the edge of my seat here.
0: Well, you should be, because this is just live. You know, we're completely ruining our our flow of chat here just to get this. Okay, so here we go. Jake Fernandez asks, and you can check this out on Google. He says, I know... I know they've been saying there's no difference between the boxes other than the colour. But there's got to be a difference, right? I bet and there's some kind of secret packet that's different between the two. Um, and then somebody says, even if there is, there'd be no guarantee that each box doesn't have any multiple packets. Um, no. No. It says, Risk <laughs> Legacy of different packets and different copies. No reason to think that this will be any different. But it's likely not to be random as opposed coast- to all right, okay, here we go. No, somebody's then responded with an answer... <laughs> an answer to the question with an answer we're using Pokemon. For goodness <laughs> sake. As in they thought between the difference in red and blue Pokemon. This oh, is... And the official the answer is... There is no... Di- I know the... It is actually brilliant because somebody has gone to the trouble of naming... About 15 different Pokémon. <laughs> so the difference between Red has got Acan's, Arbok, Oddish, Gloom, Slandlash, Volpix, Nine Tails, Meowth, Persian, Bellspurt, Bell, Victory, Magma, Pincer, You're welcome. <laughs> Which I thought was That's brilliant. That's fantastic. They have actually said there's no difference in components or rules. It's just two different covers for the same game. According to the publisher, this is to make it easier for players to play with different groups, so that each group exa- advances their own story development. So it's not different apart from the colour.
1: That sounds dumb. So
0: there you go. <laughs> it sounds like marketing, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it sounds I mean, like it poor does marketing, like, though.
0: Well, I mean, you can just... You'll get people that'll go out and say, i better buy both copies. I wonder, But they're doing the same with the... um, They're doing the second wave now as well, and that is also coming into different flavoured boxes too. So Interesting. Interesting indeed. You might just have to buy both. So, but yeah, Pandemic Legacy. I've heard some really really good things. Is there anything else that you are thinking about or
1: have seen? Not really. Um a friend of mine got what is it, the ridiculous Arkham Horror or whatever it's called. Yes. Um and we tried playing and we're like, "Yep, not nope, we're not that's not a thing we're going to figure out. We need to have someone that's played it a couple of times, knows it in and out and be like, "Hey, let's sit down and play this game." I mean, we mm. want to try it, but we also tried playing it at PAX, and there was like just a huge—it's so loud there that you can't really nah. do anything. No, you need, and,
0: a, nah, you need but, a quiet room for that.
1: Yeah, and my friend that bought it—he's watched like three different YouTube videos on like the how to play and everything. Still doesn't understand. It's like, well, that's a bad sign. We told him don't buy that game because we wanted to find uh-huh. a new game to play. It's like, no, 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 don't don't go with that one. Because no. when we first started looking at games, we'd gone to a uh, a store and it's like alright what what type of game should we look at and we're like we've heard a lot about this and they're like no don't don't get that game like don't start with that you gotta kind of <laughs> ease and work your way up to that one so that's what we got to say. It's like the guy,
0: that's, guy that's starting to keep fit and he rather than you say right okay go for a gentle walk he's like saying what about this um, what about yes. 15 marathons in 15 days what do you think about that then you're just like that's, that's pretty much what happened. Re- you're just not ready for it I've heard it's intense. I've heard there's a long setup on it, and I've heard even more there's a massive playtime on it. I mean, this isn't a... It's not a game you just pick up and have a casual hour with, or even two hours. I've heard... I'm pretty sure games of um, games can go on for four or five hours at a time.
1: Well, our group is a little bit different anyways, I guess. Like, some people play Munchkin, and it's like, oh, it's only like a 45-minute-an-hour game. Like, our games last, like, at least two hours. Yeah. Um... When we played um, Dead of Winter more recently, it took us four hours, and we played a short game. Yeah. So, but I mean, then
0: if if you're really getting into it, then there's no reason. Exactly. I mean, you know. I remember playing um, Rex, which is um, basically the kind of the fight. It was the fantasy flight version of an adapted version of a Doom of a June board game. Just the different houses and stuff like that And that was nigh on about Three and a half, four Mm -hmm. hours And by the end it's a question of Am I enjoying this Or am (laughs) I playing it to complete it To get it finished, to get it all done Or you know, so I can Tick it off, tick the box and say Yes, I have played this game And now I can put it aside and I can never Ever look at it again Um Yeah, I mean um games I don't know, games I've I've looked at or games of interest I've mentioned um, quite recently the Star Wars the Star Wars um, Destiny dice game which looks kind of interesting, it's kind of like a it reminds me an awful lot of um, Marvel Dice Masters and a little bit of Netrunner as well so I'm interested to see what that is kind of like. Um, Have you heard of the Mechs and Minions game at all? Nope. It's kind of like um, it's it's interesting because it's like the f- I believe it's one of the first board games which has come from a video game developer. Um, it's Riot Games, so they mm-hmm. do um, League of Legends. League of Legends, yep, yep. So they've they've decided to go from punting pixels to people to actually um, pouring plastic into molds and developing a kind of its own board game. And uh, I think that there was, um, there's been, they've had two waves of the game, both, I think, 30,000 printings. And they've kind of basically sold out of both of them. So, um, that looks kind of interesting. It's kind of like, a, um, you know, if you've played League of Legends, League of Legends is basically like, a, it's like your Dota's of this world. It's kind of like a, a lane defending a lane basically from defending your castle from attack kind of thing using your own kind of characters so I don't know how close mechs versus minions is to that but apparently the um, the miniatures are beautiful and people have said it's one of the most well presented board game boxes they've had and Riot Games have, uh, Riot Games came out and said we want people opening this up to be almost as if it's like Christmas day so mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested but then it's getting hold of something like that and uh, i don't know if um yeah so we'll see but that's kind of interesting have you um have you ever gone down the line of um crowdfunding have you ever looked at any kind of kickstarter games anything like that at all
1: um yes i just started sort of kind of checking that stuff out i mean i've um the job i Previously had was not paying me very well, so I couldn't really do too much in that sense. Um, mm. But um, one of the games that we had gotten at Pax this year was called Cinelinks. It's a movie game, so it's like you start with a genre of movies, and then you have—I think you have seven cards in your hand, and the first person to get rid of that hand entirely wins. If you can't connect something, so you have the genre, and then like you know, you have Braveheart in your hand, you can be like, okay, that's an action movie, and then someone will connect Braveheart with like, oh, Mel Gibson was in that, and then you can connect it like, and so on and so forth. Um, And they had another game that they created, or that they tried to kickstart, and Mm -hmm. that one failed, unfortunately. Um, One that I did back and actually has received is Joking Hazard by the people from Cyanide and Happiness so oh, yeah okay yeah it's yeah. it's kind of similar the main... ish
0: yeah
1: it's similar ish to like a cards against humanity type of thing but it's different i guess and you know what i mean it's it's newer so um we me and my like i said my friend eric is the one that kind of does more of the kick-starting type of things he's done the the zombicides yeah. uh, he's backed a bunch of different stuff um but we both back joking hazards so we got that and he's, he's pointed a couple others my way to, I actually back them today because I, like I said, now that I've been at my new job for about a week, I actually have a little bit more money, so I can right, okay. do some more backing yeah. type of thing. Um Yeah. Okay. But I mean, they're just. Um, I think both of them are actually card games. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, would you go up as far? Because I mean, um, miniature games they can be into three figures. Oh yeah. And, um, oh yeah. I mean, you're looking at a hundred. You know, it's it's not unusual to see a hundred dollar Kickstarter game um mm-hmm. i mean with you being new to this is that something you would put some money down on i mean or would you know that you potentially would
1: get it in six to eight months time or i mean would it, depend- you rather weigh? it It would depend on the game i mean i'm not against backing something like that like i said the zombicide thing was pretty cool um mm-hmm. so i'm not against miniatures it's just having the money to do it has always been a thing yeah um so like the two i just backed actually today were super powered smash masters which is a a deck building game um all right okay that's like a they were it as like a tongue in cheek type of thing um and then Bear, bears versus babies which is a by the people that do exploding kittens which yes. of course that one has been uh let's see it is 20,000% uh funded right now <laughs> with is 15 that the bears days video. Ba-
0: bears versus babies is that the yep.
1: one yep and then What's the something? other one the superpowered smash masters is only currently 25% backed but well let's have let's a look at this days.
0: one. Let's have a look. Super
1: Super powered Smash Masters.
0: Super powered Smash. Cause I mean, I'm quite obviously quite happy to talk about the Bears Against Babies, but at the end of the day
1: It's already backed.
0: <laughs> it's you know, it's backed and then some. I mean, let's, you know, if we're gonna help some guy out. Dark Unicorn Games? Yep, that's the one. They're in Raleigh in North Carolina. Yep. So let's, yeah. So we do this with Colin. So let's do this with Nick. So they are called Dark Unicorn Games. Let's have a look and see if they have done anything else or if this is their first game. I'm just going to click on this. Because um, it usually tells you on Kickstarter if they have um, backed any other products. He's created mm-hmm. two products projects so far. This is so live. Let's yes. just see. Dun, 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 dun. Here we here we go. Right, he is, right, he created. All oh, right, okay. This super powered Smash Masters. This is the, this is the second time. He's tried to run the campaign. So that's interesting. Um, the first time was back in June, July. So it is. It's a tongue in cheek superhero car game for the whole family. Okay. It looks like it's going for like $25. Yep. So that's not that bad. 25 yeah. $30. So let me just see. What does it say? I'm just going to read out the blurb because we might as well have a look at this. It is, you create a deck, you get some heroes, you battle off against each other. It captures the feel of the classic comic book battles with attacks, encounters, superpowers, crazy plot twists, cosmic mayhem and huge reversals of fortune. Just when things look the bleakest, a player can rally and pull off a big surprise win. Games are always full of upsets, face palms and animated sounds of anguish. So there you go. I mean, the the artwork looks decent. 250 cards and you get like 40 different kind of heroes as well. And they all just fight off with each other. So they can people. So you get hero cards, so heroes perform attacks and other actions. You get super cards, so each hero has a special superpower. Smash cards, use these cards to attack other people. Story cards, these cards affect the, all teams and can really turn the game on its head. You get team up cards, so you can put cards, heroes together. And you get loot cards which give you extra stuff. When you were looking at this, what kind of attracted you to it? because it looks um, interesting.
1: Yeah, it's like the um most of the games we play for the, like I said for the most part is like the card type of games because they're a little bit easier to set up and quicker mm-hmm. to play. Mm-hmm. Um and the I guess a superhero nerdy type of thing is always entertaining. Um so um like I said my friend Eric is more or less the sounding board for games because he's yeah. got more, he has more games than I have like he has Ticket to Ride which I still haven't played and I really want to play um but he has the most of the games he has are like the 2 to 4 and our group is usually 5 to 5 to 8 people so a lot of the mm. games he owns we can't even play because our group is too big um yeah. but I don't know we we like playing games that are I guess that type of silliness I mean we still like the serious games obviously with um the other stuff we play but the silliness factor the the way our group like dynamic works it works pretty well that way because we're all kind of goofballs or whatever
0: <laughs> well you need that don't you nowadays i mean you need kind of a little bit of a release you can't i mean um there's a lot of board games going out there which are kind of quite serious and very very dramatic looking and it's quite nice to have a game which is a bit of a laugh and this does look like um a damn good bit of a laugh actually um, you know we'll put some do you know what, we'll actually put a link to the show notes and we'll reach out to Dark Unicorn and say hello as well, um, but from what I see it has currently got 16 days to go, it has got um, it's at four and a half thousand dollars and it's it's got a target of 18,000 so it's got about yeah, it's got about two weeks to go until it's um until it's finished. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. yeah is he, there uh, anything
1: yeah. Another one he just sent me. Give me one second here. Let yeah. Me pull it up. Where is it? Uh let's see. Five minute dungeon. It's another one that's like completely backed, but still seems pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. I've heard a lot, um I've seen a lot of people, um, are interested in kind of getting that um there's that what is there there's also another one is that is that the one that's got the um item meeples do what now there's an there's another game that I've seen that's they've got meeples that you can actually attach little items to
1: so no, um, not this I one saw this that one the, other day. Um, the five minute that. dungeon thing is literally like a five minute card game where you have the timer and you have like however many heroes you have, like and you have your cards, and you flip over the enemy, and you have to match like, you know, sword or lightning. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing for magic and whatnot. So, yeah, I've got it's that just, here, Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Um, he was like, I, he asked me if I was going to back it. I said, I'm not. I'm not sure yet. Um, we'll see. There was the one that we had seen that was like a 3D zombie tower thing. It was a Japanese game, I believe. I think you yeah. actually talked about it a while ago.
0: Yeah, we talked about it. but it was, uh, yeah, it was a 3D. It was actually called 3D Zombie Tower. <laughs> yeah, see <look laughs> that. Things. Um Yeah. Someone was um, actually
1: playing that at PAX this year, well, last year. Um What was it
0: What was it like? What did it look like?
1: It just like it does in the video. I mean, it's just like that tower and you can like We were pl- we we're in the middle of playing whatever it was we were playing, so we didn't really look too hard into what they were doing. I we just looked over and was like, "Oh, yeah, there's that game." So that's kind of pretty interesting
0: yeah well i wonder if um because that's one of the things you don't hear about is obviously the a big amount of things about the japanese board gaming scene and i'm wondering if that's you know if we're going to start to get kind of a lot more kind of translated games kind of coming over from different parts of the world because i'm pretty sure that the the um the uk european and american kind of board gaming industry isn't probably the be all and end all of board games i'm sure there's a lot of other countries <laughs> out there that, have, you know um okay so that yeah five minute dungeon by wiggles 3d i'll just bring yeah. that up yeah it is, it's totally funded it's about ninety nine, ninety nine thousand dollars it's been funded by um and it's 29 days to go i mean it's yeah, gone so it's, absolutely it's smashed record. completely smashed what it's meant to do that mm-hmm. is that's pretty cool i mean that good is. for them and all <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna, um, you know, I'm not gonna poo-poo a, um, a company that's managed to, to um, completely um, kind of smash their funding targets so quickly. I mean, they're obviously pretty good at kind of, um, kind of generating some, generating some noise. Um, I guess the only other one that I'll, um, this is the latest episode, so I might as well. That's just come out. Um, there's um, legends. Um, Legends Untold which is coming out quite soon that's going to be, we just, I just did an interview with Kevin Young Um, I'm going to drop that in again because Kevin was a delight to speak to and we had an awful lot of fun on the episode so his his Kickstarter is going to be out on the the 15th of the month and it's about kind of like a dungeon exploring kind of card game it's kind of a mixture of like a choose your own adventure or role playing game kind of thing so that looks um that looks really fun, it looks really interesting, and I'm definitely kind of um potentially um gonna look at um you know, see, you know, getting the word out on that as, as much as we can. So that's kinda that's kinda quite cool. Um if yeah, I mean obviously one of the things that we have is we have um shout outs and you are um it's kind of okay. I guess the best way to say this is you are potentially one of the biggest kind of supporters and backers of podcasts out there. I think you're always kind of really, really kind of giving shout-outs to everybody you can. I know that you've retweeted a lot of our stuff, that you like a lot of our stuff, you interact with questions so you've always been a big kind of supporter. So is there anything that you, you know, obviously we talk about shout-outs on the show, but is there anything that you want to give a kind of a shout-out to or do you want to um. yeah, pretty much.
1: Um. I mean, there's a bunch of podcasts that you've gotten me into. Um,
0: <laughs> That's got nothing to do with yeah, much, much to it my really? chagrin,
1: because I'm currently, as we speak right now, hold on one second. My okay. podcasts are at... Come on. Subscriptions are currently 39 that I listen to. Okay. Um. And I mean, I... Like we met via through the God as a Geek podcast because you were on that, so that's how I yeah, that's did, how yeah. I met you. So, so from God as a Geek, it's gone to this podcast, obviously that you have, and then behind the barricade. Let's see. Yep. Um, a quest for, um, Magic and Steel has been really good, and I've become friends with um David, the guy that runs that, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, David's a really just David's. Just, yeah,
1: because you guys you guys just had him on too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was just he's just such a genuinely really really nice guy that you you kind of you, he's one of these people you respect as well do you know what i mean it's just like mm-hmm. he's right there's up. no there's no hidden thing behind him there's no kind of agenda or anything like that he's just you speak to him and it's like all oh, right you really are just genuinely a really really nice guy yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. like yeah. just he, a decent we, we, man we,
1: we we talk quite a bit via twitter and yeah. whatnot and um yeah. Same, yeah, yeah. he's he's a good guy he's good people um
0: absolutely Um, but you've um, you've got into um, you've got into podcasting yourself recently as well or you've done you've started to join the burger kind of family haven't you
1: Uh, a bit I mean I've done one episode of Lapsed Gamer Radio where like you were talking about earlier we discussed Silent Hill Um, I'm more of a active gamer-ish than a lapsed gamer Um, so I don't know if I'll ever be on like a regular episode of the show I may I may not I don't know um mm-hmm. but more of like the specials like they do the where they talk about um some other expanded universe type of thing, like the Silent Hill movies or they might talk about I know they've done an uncharted book where they read the book and then talked about it on a show. More stuff like that I'm mm. more inclined most likely to do just because like being on the show, I don't I don't know much about like the gaming industry or anything like that. Like they talk about all kinds of stuff and I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like they talked about the Switch reveal <laughs> and whatnot. But yeah. I don't, I'm not like an insider or anything. I mean, so I just kind of play games, some games. And like the, the same game group that I play tabletop games with is the same group that I play Xbox with. So All right, okay. So we kind of have, if that's why we wanted to, to start, it, that's what got us into doing like the tabletop idea to begin with is like, hey, we're always just kind of online playing something. We're like, it's kind of cool to like hang out, get some food, play a game yeah you know
0: what did you um i know it's kind of like obviously more difficult to organize to get people around round the house to actually have them physically playing but do you did you enjoy the kind of the social aspect of getting everybody round together then say maybe everybody sitting on each other's their own couches kind of having a chat instead
1: yeah i mean like that that was the big draw because we saw each other like as a group like once a year for the for the PAX East. And then it's like, we should kind of try to hang out more than once a year. <laughs> so that's like, I mean, like I said, we, my friend Eric and I, we hang out and go to concerts and do all kinds of stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the group have all just kind of been like fringe. Like, oh, well, we, we hang out and at PAX and we play Xbox together, but we don't really hang out in person and do anything. Like be yeah. it just go to the movies or hang out in general. So mm-hmm. we've tried to get better doing that because it's obviously more fun when you're, like, if you're playing a game where it's, like, a, a gotcha type of moment, like a munchkin, for example, where you can, like, do that backstabby move and there's the collusion all over the place. It's more fun when you're sitting there face-to-face and looking at them and you're like, oh, you think you're going to do that? Well, here's this thing that's going to make you not do that. <laughs> it's a good time.
0: Yeah, and it's good to see the white of somebody's eyes as you betray them. and like, Exactly. As and well. you see... Yeah, when you see the look on
1: their face and the crest fallen, oh it's good times. Good times.
0: <laughs> it's worth it's worth a Facebook post. Exactly. <laughs> guess, you, guess you just lost. That's right. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean I do want to say that, you know, as I say I've said it, I sound like some kind of sycophant here, but genuinely really, really grateful to all the support that you've given We're Not Wizards since we since we started at the beginning of the year. Um if people listening to you say, Nick, he sounds awesome, <laughs> how do we how do we find him on the Tinternet? Um do you want people to know how they can find you on the Oh yeah, internet? I mean Twitter
1: is fine. Yeah. Um I'm kind of a big deal on Twitter, like I like to say. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um No, I mean Twitter is Lane It three sixty. Um yeah. that's pretty much the only social media that's kinda of publicish. I'll, yes i don't like there's you know people always have followers at a bots or whatever yeah, uh, yeah if i interact with people i don't care but like facebook my stuff is set to like super private like you yeah. and i are now fr- now friends because we i saw you post something on the behind the barricades po- page but yeah you wouldn't have been able to friend request me if i had commented because we have to share at least one mutual friend for someone to friend request me that's pretty and, cool like everything is set to super private just because it's like you know what facebook yeah. is kind of the devil anyways i've already deleted it at least once i'm probably <laughs> going to do it again soon but my girlfriend and i have a three-year-old son so it's kind of like yeah, oh you don't, we yeah, post yeah, pictures yeah. and whatnot for of him mm. and it's like you don't really need to have the world see all that so no no but yeah twitter's where it's be, at
0: some women should be pregnant. where does it okay and where does the name come from because it's <sighs> not is it an old xboxy type yeah, so
1: my, my gamer tag is it on Xbox. Um oh. My friend Eric is always like, what's it mean? I'm like, it doesn't mean anything. It's just honestly, I was playing the game Brute Force way back when on the original Xbox. Oh. That's where I created the name, and it's just the way the keyboard was laid out that it was just like the letters were just right there to just kind of go, you know, this letter, the next row down, the next row up, the next row down, whatever. Yeah. And that's where it came from, and... I use Lane It for pretty much everything, and I. But there's a (laughs) Lane It, like technical school or something stupid that's on Twitter, um, that doesn't ever tweet, and they have like four followers. But I can't use that, so that's yeah. So I just went with 360 because I was always on the 360, anyway. So hey, look, there you go.
0: So there you go. So there you go. We're not wizards exclusive. How Nick Jones got his names. That's right.
1: And my friend Eric will be very happy to know that because he keeps asking me. He's like, are we ever going to find out? I'm like, I've already told you. It literally means nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So there you go, Eric. Yeah.
1: Yes, but you should bother him. He's at Furiated on Twitter.
0: Oh, is that Furiated?
1: That's Furiated, yep.
0: Ah, right. Okay, because you you guys usually, yeah, if there's any board gaming kind of chat going on, he's usually kind of copied into the conversation as well. So hello, Eric. and. yeah you've just kind of like had you'll have a whole you'll end up getting like another 10 or 15 followers and wondering where they're all coming from there you go <laughs> you just tell them just I sent been, you It's just, just been say you stink <laughs> oh, that's brilliant now um, if people want to know where we are and you really should by now you know of course um, you can find us on twitter at we're not wizards we're on Facebook at We're Not Wizards. You can get us on um, Stitcher if you search for We're Not Wizards. You can email us. It's magic at we'renotwizards.com dot com and dot co dot uk. You can search for us on iTunes. I am not reading out the big long thing, but um um. We are on iTunes. If you search for us, if you search for us and you find us on iTunes, if you drop a little subscription and even write us a nice little review, um, that would be absolutely wonderful. It but, makes Richard's um, heart smile. It does. It makes my day <laughs> when I see something like that. And you know, it's it's been good fun. Um, so, listen next.
1: Real quick. Yes. So another podcast thing. Hmm. Um, I use iOS because I have an iPhone. Oh um, right, okay. So the app I've been using a lot is called Podly, P O D L Y. Yes. Um. It's kind of the easiest way to describe it is like it's like a a social media for um. What's it called? Uh, for podcasts. So, um, it shows how many people have like subscribed to the podcast. So, on your end, you you know, as the podcast podcaster. You know, you know how many downloads you have and all that stuff. But as a podcast listener, we don't know that type of information. But you can have the, um, like, oh, it has X amount of plays, or and you can actually like it and comment on the actual episodes. So that's kind of cool. Right now, it's only on iOS, but it's gonna be on Android someday. Um, yeah. Um, I like the app a lot because it the one of the cool things it has. It has the um. The tracker, so it has how 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 long you've used the like how many uh, minutes. I don't know why it tracks in minutes and not hours, but um. So let's see. Today is what November second, mm-hmm. and I am at twelve hundred and thirty five minutes for the month so far. So I've listened to 12, uh, 1,200 <laughs> minutes in two days.
0: That's just well.
1: Wow. I'm their most active user, so that's kind of why I like to tell people about it. Just because, well, not because I'm the most active user, but because I honestly like the app. So huh. I try to, and it's still kind of from what they were on an episode of the Dad Bro show, which I know you yeah. listen to or have listened to. Oh, we um,
0: put the Dad Bro show in here as yep. well, you know, Josh and John.
1: Yeah. But um, Oren was on there and discussing the app and everything. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It's a, it's a fun app. So if you're into that kind of thing.
0: And we're and, on there as well.
1: Yes, we, you are. And we um, are on there. Yes. And me and uh, David uh, from. A Quest for Magic and Steel. Both subscribe and listen to your episodes on there.
0: Oh well, there you go then. See, look so at that;
1: it all comes back to uh, all that comes is back around.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Um, there's only a couple of things to say. Listen, thank you again for coming on. Um, I have, as I say, this is just been... I hope you've had a lot of fun. I have, oh, of said, course I have I had a lot of fun. It's been been really, really good. Um, I think there is only. As I say, it's the normal one thing that's left to say is to remember <laughs> that we are many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, Nick?
1: No, we're not, Richard.
0: Absolutely <laughs> not. Because <laughs> I'm starting to get seething with folks saying that they are. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But again, listen, thanks for coming on, um... Yes, if you see Nick on Twitter, say hello to him. Um, He is good people, as you would say. Um, But um, just to round off the night, if we say goodbye. So it is a goodbye from Nick.
1: It is a goodbye from me.
0: There you go. And it is a goodbye from me. And take care, and we shall speak to you soon. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye.